Coming live from Varna, Bulgaria is our guest this afternoon. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts either through the industry insights, information or simply learning from them. And before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like and comment on whichever platform you're watching or listening to this show on. And today we have Irina Podubnaya, founder of TrackMage, a SaaS business, a SaaS company, and she's also a business consultant who specializes in operations and processes optimization. Welcome to the show, Irina. Thank you very much for, for having me here, Ajay. Right, right. Uh, Irina, you have done so much. You have created a company and you are helping customer experience and in the process, obviously, helping a lot of founders, a lot of small businesses make that ideal situation so that they have to do less and they can still increase their sales. So first of all, tell us about TrackMage, exactly what we should know about what this is all about. Well, certainly. Uh, so TrackMage is a, a shipment tracking platform uh, for e-commerce sellers. Uh, it allows to build a, a post-purchase uh, branded experience for the customers. So after we uh, press the buy button, everything that happens afterwards, uh, it's the post-purchase experience. Uh, and TrackMage helps with uh, creating opportunities for the customer to let, I mean, like to understand where the package is, uh, to uh, browse other products that the brand is offering, and uh, customers are able to share their reviews and contact customer support. Uh, usually uh, in businesses, uh, this part is either omitted or it's just uh, not good enough, but it doesn't produce extra sales or uh, strong brand connection. So that's uh, what TrackMage uh, is for. Uh, it bridges this gap uh, with uh, uh, customer experience uh, being uh, seamless uh, throughout the whole journey, not just before the purchase, but also after the customer bought something. Right, right, Irina. So... Tell me what exactly, how, what is the difference? There are other companies into this field, uh, a lot of logistics company, courier companies, other providers, they do provide the tracking system, which can be yeah. integrated within your own system, your, you know, in whatever best manner as possible. So how is your company different than that? What is the value addition if somebody from India may want to look at it from, for? Um. Yeah, well, certainly. Uh, so uh, what we do uh, is a little bit different from what the courier companies offer. So uh, the uh, e-commerce seller, they can use wh whichever courier we prefer. We support uh, around a thousand couriers right now. Uh, and uh, all we need uh, is just the tracking number that the courier provides. What usually happens when the tracking number is there, the couriers will provide their own pages, but those pages, they are not branded. They don't have any mention of the product that the customer bought. They don't okay. uh, usually have a very good user experience, and especially on mobile. Uh, and the customer is sometimes like clicking through uh, various mazes uh, to find the information when the package is going to get there. So uh, we, uh, as, like, as TrackMage system, TrackMage uh, eliminates all that uh, friction for the customer. So uh, they not only get email notifications about the uh, package uh, traveling to them, 
because those notifications, they are uh, based on the shipment status. So when the package is in transit, they are notified that it's in transit. When the package is uh, delivered to the local post office or to the courier, they also get a notification about like, oh, you should check your post, uh, like your local post and uh, collect the package. Uh, okay. And then uh, after the package is delivered, uh, they get another notific notification with a, a message to leave a review after they actually receive the product. Uh, that, that seems to be a very uh, convoluted part that uh, not a lot of systems have automated. Uh, because they don't uh, tie uh, the notifications to the actual statuses. They just time them uh, for around like two weeks. But what if the customer doesn't get the package in two weeks? What if there is a delay? So uh, in uh, TrackMage, uh, everything is tied to the shipment status. Uh, and uh, people receive uh, all those notifications just in time. But that's not all. Uh, so what, uh, what else TrackMage does differently than uh, the courier companies or logistic companies do? Uh, so first of all, uh, it, it gives you the page that is fully branded to uh, fit your store design uh, or your website design, whatever you are using, because some people are using funnels. Uh, and in funnels, uh, they usually don't get uh, all that uh, post-purchase experience or po like order processing functionality as uh, like typical WooCommerce or Shopify stores have. So what uh, I'm, I'm getting at is that you get a branded page that has all the information about the package uh, and all the information about the store and uh, information about new products that the customer can buy while we're waiting. And your social media, your chat widget, uh, all, all of that on, on that single page. And the customer can go to the page whenever they like. What we noticed is that uh, sometimes when the customer is waiting for the package really eagerly, what if they just bought maybe for like a birthday present for their husband or wife? Uh, they are waiting. Uh, so they visit those pages one or two times per day. So that's a lot of traffic uh, to give to a courier company or a logistics uh, software that doesn't give you an any like any uh, ability to upsell those customers or to offer them uh, additional ways to engage with a brand or like, I don't know, uh, go to Instagram account and give you a like on some post that you just shared. So that's the idea. Uh, right, right. Now, if, if a company, if an e-commerce store, small company uses several courier services, maybe DHL, for example, uh, and FedEx, for example, and then they have local uh, sales, domestic sales, and then they have uh, international sales. So yeah. they have domestic courier partners, they have international partners at the same time. So how can they integrate all these together onto TrackMage? Yes, uh, that's exactly uh, what TrackMage is. Uh, it's a central hub where uh, all the couriers, uh, regardless of which one you use, are supported out of the box. So you don't even have to integrate anything specifically. Uh, so once you have a tracking number from that courier, uh, all the information is going to be uh, pulled automatically from the courier. And as I said, we support uh, a thousand carriers, or couriers <laughs> in that case. So like, yeah. So everything will be in one system uh, and uh, the customer is still going to get the same tracking page uh, with all the information from different couriers uh, on that same page. And we also have uh, this functionality that is mostly interesting for wholesalers or people who have uh, multiple uh, packages as part of the same order. Uh, it's possible to show all of them on the same page. 
So that's uh, the difference because like no other system on the market uh, offers this functionality right now where you can display uh, thousands of packages if they are uh, needed, uh, thousands of packages on one single page. And you don't have to spam the same customer with like a thousand emails. You just give them one link and they will be able to track all the packages on that same page. But like for retailers, that's not that uh, big of a deal. Usually it's like one or two or three packages uh, that are there. <laughs> on that okay. same page yeah okay okay arena now you talk about you know track image allows e-commerce stores to have five to ten percent extra sales by simplifying the customer experience now can you yeah. help us understand this part means how does it help you upsell and sell more to the present customers yes uh, so what happens uh, is when the customer is waiting for the order, they are checking that tracking page. Uh, so they receive an email notification with a tracking page link. Uh, and whenever they have this uh, lingering uh, doubt that the package is getting there or when is it going to get there, uh, they just go to the page. Uh, and sometimes people just save them uh, in some kind of like node, notes uh, system. Uh, so those tracking pages, they are not expiring. Uh, and the customer just goes to that page uh, every time they have a question about the package. So what happens during that experience, with that they, when they open the page, uh, there is a slider of products uh, that they can uh, browse uh, while we're waiting for the package, the, the existing package that uh, they bought. And uh, what happens is that we've seen the conversion uh, rates uh, from the page itself, just like a direct, direct conversion to product purchase, uh, being uh, five from five to ten percent of the sh shipment volume so for example if uh, it's uh, 100 packages uh then it's going to be uh, around like five or ten extra uh, purchases from the tracking page directly but that's not all uh what we've noticed is that uh customers also click on the logo of the store or they go to the social media and from there uh they also make purchases we just don't track them so this is like the, the, the sheer minimum amount that you can get from just providing uh, the seamless way for the customer to engage with the brand and buy more products. Right, right, Irina. So how does you are selling to the same customers because of a improved customer experience, they will come to you again and again. And that's where you, uh, you expect that five to 10% extra sales will happen without in incurring any extra cost. Is that the whole experience about? So, yes, uh, that's, uh, I would say uh, there is another part that also plays into this role of uh, increasing sales and uh, building like long-term customer loyalty. Uh, it's the reviews. Uh, so after the purchase, uh, when the customer received the package, uh, so when the package is delivered, uh, they uh, receive a notification asking them for a review. And that review about the product can be used as social proof on uh, the product pages uh, and uh, as an opportunity to uh, increase the credibility of the brand. Uh, we are also working on functionality to share the reviews on social media. For example, uh, it's going to be uh, like this. Uh, when the review is left, uh, if the star rating is around five stars and uh, the comment itself is positive, we will use AI to analyze that. Uh, if uh, all this, uh, these criteria meet, uh, we uh, are going to give the customer the ability to share that review on social media, on TikTok, on Facebook, or uh, wherever they want, on Twitter as well. 
So, uh, and uh, at that point, uh, they get uh, additional traffic from social media because customers are sharing the reviews about the product. So this is just going to uh, create uh, like an extra step uh, that's going to drive more traffic to the same store. Okay. Uh, I need to understand this better about the social media part. One is that a customer gives you better reviews because uh, you have delivered the product on time and customer is aware about where the product is in this whole journey. So that is one part. Now sure. the customer uh, review comes in. Uh, this can lead to better reviews yeah. and it is integrated with your website. So the review, how is social media coming in? Does the website uh, or your track image uh, that creates that extra functionality and it puts yeah. the review straight away onto Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or any other social media? How does that work for a uh, for an e-commerce platform or a small store online? Uh, this uh, this experience uh, is going to stay on the customer side, so they will share uh, the review with their friends. So I bought this. Uh, great watch uh, lately and uh, I just want to share it with my friends uh, and uh, if there are some uh, videos or photos attached uh, they are also going to be shared so from there uh, that functionality is going to bring uh, some attention from the uh, accounts of the customers uh, and when it comes to the reviews themselves they are stored inside of TrackMage platform where you can see them and see if uh, they are positive enough uh, for you to post them on the store or they are not so uh, sometimes uh, the reviews are negative and you uh, as the store owner, uh, you can get uh, like you can uh, actually address the problem uh, if you see the review uh, as negative. You can literally reach out and apologize. Uh, that, that goes a long way uh, because people are uh, very uh, delicate creatures, I would say, uh, with a lot of uh, expectations. And when their expectations are not quite met. Uh, it's better to address them head on uh, than to wait for the customer to go to Twitter and complain. So uh, this is why uh, TrackMage acts as this kind of uh, central hub uh, where the information is uh, gathered. But then you decide, like ultimately as a business owner, you decide what to do with this information. Do you want to post it on the product page? Do you want to post it on your store page? Or do you want to just uh, privately reach out to the customer and address their concern or question? Right, right. Now, uh, Irina, you talk about, you know, keeping delivery delays under control and TrackMage yeah. helps in that. Now, uh, help me understand the delivery part is managed by the courier companies, the carrier yeah. companies, the logistics partners. Yes. And you people provide the platform through which it can be tracked. Now, how can it control or, you know, impact anything on the courier partner side if they are late or delayed they are delayed means how do we manage it or is there any other thing that i need to know about this yeah well actually there are two parts uh into this process because uh the tracking of the package starts not just uh, from the courier uh, delivery uh, but sometimes it starts from the partner uh, who is shipping so for example if uh, we like uh, for example, if it's a drop shipping business uh, in, and the product is purchased from a third party supplier from China, for example, or from other uh, countries, uh, it can be from a different platform. Uh, so the, the tracking uh, doesn't start from uh, the product uh, actually uh, being shipped. 
the tracking starts uh, from the part where you place an order with a third party supplier. And then you need to monitor if that person actually shipped the product. Because uh, the majority of delays uh, in uh, dropshipping businesses are caused by the suppliers not actually having the product and then uh, delaying the uh, shipment for two weeks or so. Uh, and uh, this way, uh, since uh, we have uh, in TrackMage, we have uh, automatic monitoring for uh, the days in idle. Uh, so when the pack package was actually not even shipped, uh, just the order was placed, but the package is not yet uh, created. Uh, so the days in idle are calculated uh, every day. Uh, and when it reaches a certain threshold, for example, like five days and no, no movement of the package, no movement of anything. Uh, this is uh, when uh, you can take action as a, like a business owner, you can reach out to that supplier, or you can even uh, issue a refund and buy it from a different supplier. Uh, so this is the first part. But where is the second part? Uh, when the package is shipped, uh, sometimes what happens is that the tracking number is incorrect and uh, there is no information for that tracking number. That's when uh, the days in transit start calculating. Uh, and if you see that the package is like in no info status for maybe three days, you can reach out to the supplier and uh, check with them uh, if the tracking number is indeed correct or if it, if it was shipped even. Because sometimes the tracking number gets created, but the package itself stays in the warehouse. And you just need to push them like, guys, ship it, ship it, please. Yes. So uh, these are the delays that uh, we can control and the suppliers can control. And these are the delays that actually uh, prolong the shipment process way beyond the courier guaranteed times. Because DHL uh, can deliver the uh, package uh, maybe like in seven days or so to any part of, uh, of the world. But uh, if the DHL <laughs> package was not actually shipped, uh, it can be like three weeks of just plain waiting. And what happens is that uh, in dropshipping businesses, there are a lot of volumes that they have to control. So let's say uh, a dropshipping business is making it, uh, making it rain and they have uh, 5,000 orders for uh, some kind of uh, tool uh, that they're shipping from China. But then <laughs> those 5,000 uh, packages to track, it's an enormous load uh, on a person. That's why the automated system actually calculates everything uh, and uh, notifies the manager about uh, all those delays that can be prevented by simple communication or poking the supplier like, okay, guys, uh, this package, this package, this package, this package, please ship them. <laughs> because like, there is a delay. Right, right. I will come to one more question on this. But before I forget, let me ask about China because you have uh, been in China, you worked there and you, you, you were running a fulfillment center in China and you stayed yeah. there for two years, you know. Now, help us understand, everybody knows that China is the biggest supplier in the world. It supplies almost everything. Yeah. Now, you have seen from by staying within China, how do they manage all these things, especially there are a lot of buyers within China from China itself. How and there is they also have a huge population like that of India. Now, how yeah. do they manage all that supply at the same time while producing all those goods? So how does it work for them? Is there something that uh, retailers, online sellers, you know, platforms, small businesses should know from your experience of running a fulfillment center in China? So uh, there are quite a few things I can share. Uh, so the first yes. thing that I want to address your, uh, like the first part of your question, like how does it work? 
So uh, in China, uh, everything is uh, centered around like those uh, big uh, production hubs uh, where uh, there are certain like uh, capitals of clothing, capitals of, uh, I don't know, like phone accessories or uh, like whichever factory is situated somewhere uh, when there are myriads of small businesses that surround that factory. Uh, they buy the raw products, the materials, they buy uh, certain uh, accessories, and then they manufacture everything manually. And that's why uh, in China, like there is no shortage of supply and you never know uh, if you're dealing with the actual factory. Well, actually, you know, uh, if you deal with a factory, they will have something like a minimum order quantity of 10,000 units. Uh, and uh, for small businesses, that's not feasible to uh, actually order that much. Uh, even though the price is going to be the best and uh, the quality might be better than uh, from the small uh, manufacturing uh, businesses. But uh, like for most businesses, let's be honest, like 10,000 units is a lot to sell. <laughs> so what's what uh, actually uh, allows uh, all the small businesses and small manufacturing companies uh, in China to thrive uh, because they work with small uh, order quantities of like 10, 50, 100. Uh, 5,000, like they, they definitely can uh, handle a lot. Uh, and uh, the, how they manage is that uh, they typically uh, build relationships with customers and everything is uh, discussed over a cup of tea. Uh, like literally, if you want to build a relationship with a Chinese supplier, you should, you, you should come to them and uh, drink tea with them uh, and just honor <laughs> the traditions. So that's uh, what we discovered through uh, trial and error. But also, uh, China has a very uh, robust uh, infrastructure of IT services. Uh, everyone, uh, even the old ladies uh, who are over 80 years old, they all use their mobile phones and they use QQ, WeChat, uh, other uh, services uh, to make purchases online. And everything is so robust because uh, the cost of delivery is very, uh, very low. They use uh, those, uh, I don't know, electric bikes uh, or even uh, self-created <laughs> machinery to deliver the goods. And uh, that lowers the cost uh, per delivery uh, to almost nothing. Uh, so, for example, in uh, UK, uh, the cost of a track package is around the 10 pounds or 17 pounds. That's like, come on, like that would be the whole order of 10 pieces in China with delivery <laughs> and like next day delivery, I think. Just because... Uh, because the uh, delivery costs so low, uh, you can uh, actually manage to transition the goods uh, from one part of the country to another uh, in maybe less of a day. And that's how uh, they are making it work. And their international delivery, I don't know what kind of magic they use, but international delivery costs for AliExpress sellers are uh, twice as low as, uh, for, as, as if you tried to ship uh, something uh, from China Post directly. So as a like a personal customer, uh, that's why there are a lot of logistics companies that actually offer reduced rates uh, that uh, allow uh, those uh, suppliers from China to beat the competition uh, internationally, just because they have like those low costs uh, that nobody can beat. Right, right. The mention of China, just I could not hold myself from asking this, lest I, I forget about that. So coming yes. back to your track mage, uh, stuff, uh, Arina. Now, yeah. you talk about, you know, uh, reducing the cost of customer support for people who use uh, TrackMage. Now, how does that happen? Can you help us understand that? Yes. Well, uh, it's uh, it helps from uh, the standpoint where the customer has the uh, self-service uh, page 
where they can just literally uh, check the status of the package and they don't have a need uh, to contact the brand uh, with this uh, question that uh, most of the customer support representatives know uh, by heart. Where is my order or where is my package? Uh, there is also uh, this uh, industry-specific uh, acronym, Vismo, which actually translates like, uh, where is my order? So okay. uh, that's... Uh, the question uh, comprises uh, like roughly 60 or 70% of all the inquiries that the customer support gets. And it's very easy to answer in automated way. So you don't have to uh, really, you don't have to make people work as robots. Uh, you can make actual robots work uh, instead of people. <laughs> right, right, right. So, Irina, you have explained things very well about TrackMage and I am... Um, a bit more, you know, I understand this line better than when, when the interview started. Now, in terms of the larger uh, understanding of those people who are selling, especially online, you know, what are the mistakes that, you know, store owners make generally and what would you advise them how to avoid them? What have you learned out of your experience in China as well as in Bulgaria and other parts of the world? Right. Uh, so, like the biggest mistake that I, I know of uh, is uh, purchasing uh, excessive amounts of inventory before you have a solid brand presence uh, and uh, steady sales. So okay. this happens all over the world. Uh, whenever a person thinks like, oh, uh, I want to break free uh, from my office job uh, and I have uh, maybe like 5,000 uh, accumulated uh, to purchase inventory. So they just buy uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, and they store it in their house or in their uh, basement or in their, I don't know, like <laughs> anywhere they want. Uh, or uh, worse, uh, they actually uh, uh, ship it to a warehouse uh, where the uh, warehouse actually charges them the cost uh, for storing the goods. Uh, and then uh, they start to set up their funnel or they set up their store uh, and they try to make sales and they realize that nobody's buying. Like uh, you have 10,000 units, like let's say you uh, wanted to get the best price, the best quality. You came to a, a Chinese factory, you ordered 10,000 units, but now you have this 10,000 units problem to dispose of. Uh, and uh, you might even want to, in the end, uh, contact some distributors or wholesalers to just ship everything in bulk uh, because uh, selling, uh, selling is an art of its own. That's why it's much easier and it's much more secure to start a business without having the inventory or having very limited amount of inventory to just test the demand uh, and then understand like, okay, this is what the customers want. This is what they are responding. Uh, and uh, these, like, these are the ads we run. This, this is the cost of acquisition. So when you understand the mathematics, uh, the business uh, itself uh, starts to make sense and you can invest more and more into it. So this is like the first beginner mistake that uh, is easily avoided, but most of the time people still buy inventory and then they have like, they, they have uh, like for uh, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving and uh, uh, all the other uh, holidays, all of their friends are getting this inventory, <laughs> like no questions asked. Right, right. But is there a way to know what is uh, enough, uh, enough inventory or what is more in inventory? How do they know? Uh, about uh, what, how much sales they are going to make or they lose customers uh, if there yeah. is a demand. How do they balance that? 
Well, actually, there are a lot of uh, tools that can be utilized to uh, measure the demand. Uh, so okay. they can they can look at uh, some uh, marketplaces like Amazon or eBay uh, and see how many orders the typical products in this category are getting. Uh, what are they doing? Like what kind of uh, messaging is uh, there? So they need to uh, definitely do a lot of research before jumping in. Uh, but in still, but but still, even if you do research and if you, even if you understand that the demand is there, uh, and uh, the other brands are selling for uh, like ten, uh, like they're selling like hundreds and hundreds of packages every day, but it doesn't mean that you will like from the get go you will get that same amount of sales. You first need to start with a small amount, uh, regardless, or even without inventory as a drop shipper, uh, because. What uh, what is the most important part uh, of a business? It's not the uh, actual inventory or the suppliers. It's the customers. How are you going to acquire customers? Where do you uh, where do you plan to get traffic from? How do you want to uh, actually make sure that your product is visible? Because on even on platforms, the competition is very fierce. Even your if your product is better and it costs less, it doesn't guarantee that it's going to be visible. Uh, so these are the essentials of starting a business without uh, like investing into it up front. Because when you invest into it up front, you are already under the risk of going uh, out of business if, even without starting uh, to actually sell. Right, right, uh, Irina. Now, coming to the wider question of Web3 and Meta, yeah. both the things are almost there. Some things are already, you know, creeping in, happening within uh, the large world of internet or web, whatever way yeah. you want to call it. As a founder of a SaaS company, uh, you know about technology. You yeah. talk to so many people in this sphere. And as a business owner, you have to also be prepared for the future. Yeah. You provide services, you provide your product as a service. Now, how do you see or do you see at all it changing the way customers will shop for things and the customers will track for things? Will there be more assimilation of us within the store and a service like yours? Where, uh, you know, how do you see this whole stuff and how? Are you prepared for the future to integrate those new technologies into your system as well as what should store owners start thinking from now itself in terms of adopting and adapting to the new times? Mm, right. Well, there's a lot to unpack in this question. Uh, let me start somewhere and uh, I'm going to get yeah, to yeah. everything, I hope. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, so the first thing is the technology part. Uh, everything is rapidly developing in the direction of uh, using more AI, more uh, blockchain uh, technologies in uh, all kinds of businesses. Uh, blockchain is still this uh, like questionable uncharted territory. Uh, how I see it in logistics is uh, all the uh, transactions in, uh, maybe uh, transitioning of the packages or uh, transactions uh, of uh, like when they, the packages uh, 
going through customs like for uh, right. like b2c e-commerce uh, that's probably not going to make any sense but for b2b e-commerce where they are shipping containers uh it uh, makes a difference because what if you just could scan a qr code and you could see the origin of the goods uh, all the certificates all the uh, bills of lading all the information that uh, is essential for obtaining uh, the license to sell that uh, product in uh, whichever country you are ordering it to so this is uh, going to revolutionize the approach. Uh, since we're uh, in TrackMage, we're dealing with B2C e-commerce. What I see in B2C e-commerce is that uh, the more uh, engaging, the more entertaining the experience becomes for the customer, the better. Uh, because uh, it doesn't end uh, at the first transaction because like there is more, there is more that you could do with those same customers. You don't have to let them go elsewhere. You could uh, ask them to subscribe to your YouTube channel, your Facebook, your uh, other social media. And what I've seen lately is that the businesses, the e-commerce businesses, they are partnering with creators. Uh, those guys who are already uh, in, like they have a substantial influence on uh, those platforms or sometimes those influencers or creators they start their businesses that's one of, of our uh, best and uh, cherished customer uh, they created a cartoon series on youtube uh, called metal family they are literally drawing those episodes and they are uh, showing their creativity like the narrative the animation everything is awesome uh, but what they did uh, they started their own e-commerce store and they stole merchandise about that series so they created their own demand from scratch and that demand is very substantial. And those businesses, they get uh, overwhelmed with operations parts because they want to still focus on creativity. And creativity is uh, something that takes time and uh, like deep thinking and uh, like inspiration. Uh, but when you are stuck uh, packing uh, products and like shipping them and answering customer support requests, the creativity is simply like, it's, it's not there. Like it's literally just getting siphoned elsewhere to just uh, deal with the routine and menial tasks. So that's why uh, automating uh, actually helps those creators to uh, still focus on things that truly matter for them uh, and uh, get uh, their creative juices to flow it. So like in terms of uh, the future, I think uh, e-commerce is going to stay or it's going to even increase because with uh, COVID, uh, everyone uh, decided to move remote and we were forced kind of uh, to move remote and uh, even work remotely. So when they're working remotely and we're buying remotely, uh, why shouldn't we count on uh, e-commerce sector to grow? Uh, right. It's, it's kind of obvious that it's going to grow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right, Irina. You, you seem to have a great understanding of not only your business, but also the wider part on how this whole thing is taking shape now about your business itself you know you has you have signed a deal with the metal family yeah, a group of all. independent animators tell us about this and how do you know uh, this is something very interesting that you know a company like yours have signed with a group of independent animators who create you know cartoons on youtube tell us yeah. about this and and then how do you plan to take this forward so uh, what we discovered that uh, that business, uh, they don't deal with typical e-commerce problems uh, of uh, like, oh, where do I get the traffic? They already have tons of traffic and a lot of customers who are eager to buy the uh, unique uh, merchandise that they're producing, like T-shirts, uh, cups, uh, ca like caps and other things that they are producing. Uh, 
beans, notebooks, like whatever. <laughs> I just know the inventory because I, I worked right. with them uh, for a long time. So the thing is, um, in the metal family, they were dealing with uh, non-typical problems of uh, customers being immature and making a lot of mistakes, even in the uh, shipments, shipment uh, address. Uh, like in, I, I don't know how, uh, like, how often that happens in other businesses, but in metal family, uh, even the email address uh, had a lot of typos in it. And then the customer uh, enters an incorrect email address uh, during the checkout. They don't get any communication, not even the order confirmation. They don't get any communication from the brand. So what we did, uh, we added a, a script uh, for the checkout that can be added to uh, the email field that actually checks if that email exists. Uh, and if it doesn't, uh, it notifies the customer like, oh, probably you made a typo. So that reduced uh, their uh, like undelivered uh, emails uh, from around 725 to zero. Like literally all the emails are currently getting to the inboxes just because uh, they are entered correctly and their bounce rate on the account uh, went to zero. So that's uh, the first thing we did. Uh, also, we had uh, implemented the script that validates the address uh, just to make sure that the package is going to be getting to the right address. Because uh, if it's autocorrect uh, and uh, sometimes people are just typing some random information, uh, it can get very, uh, very hard uh, for the brand to control if uh, everything is correct. And uh, usually it creates this unnecessary stress for the customer support to look for those packages and then like just correct the address on the actual package, like when it's already printed, everything was in the, in the system. So uh, we eliminated that friction point uh, on the checkout. After that, uh, the customers, they were not getting any notification whatsoever about the package being at the post office. Uh, and since uh, they were using the cheapest delivery method uh, at the time, uh, that uh, I mean that uh, post office wasn't even sending the notification to the customer when the package was there. Uh, and uh, after one month, the packages uh, were coming back to Metal Family, and they had to purchase the inventory back from the post uh, to ship it again. So they uh, were suffering from those financial losses uh, for just like those careless customers or not even careless customers, the customers that were unaware that the package is there. So what, uh, what we did, uh, we added those uh, email notifications in, uh, in place. And now uh, those returns, uh, they reduced from a thousand packages to 80 uh, through the whole period of one year. So uh, now we're not suffering from that uh, problem. Uh, and I'm saying like uh, one year, it's just like the 80 is overall uh, recurring average, uh, just because uh, sometimes the packages, they are still in this uh, available for pickup status, but people come to collect them later and they just transition to deliver. So then uh, that was the uh, close to last uh, point that I wanted to mention. So another thing was that uh, Metal Family, uh, even though they are getting a lot of uh, positive uh, comments on their YouTube channel and uh, all of their social media, they were not getting any uh, product reviews. Uh, when they started using TrickMage, uh, they got uh, from 10,000 packages that were shipped, uh, they got 2,150 reviews, uh, most of which were five stars. Uh, and uh, like this, uh, like long, long sentences with like praising their brand, their product, and whatever. So the customers were very delighted and they continue sharing the feedback. 
And later, uh, then, since we were monitoring also the customer support emails, we've seen that the customers are very delighted. And they said that the, you are light years ahead uh, from where you were with uh, uh, like store uh, and customer experience. So that was like the best, uh, I mean, uh, the best review for TrackMage overall, how we came and uh, like turned it around for them. Right, right. And it's a huge opportunity I see going forward for a lot of people. You see YouTube creators, they are, you know, selling merch through, uh, through, through you. They can create and already there are so many white level manufacturers. You have demand, uh, you know, for influencers, for creators. You either sell on YouTube, you sell it on Twitch, and there are hundreds of other platforms which is coming up truly yeah. a big TikTok. economy, you know, creator economy opening yeah. up. TikTok, and, for and, example, like it's very big. Uh, again, uh, on TikTok, uh, what is really good is that right, the customers, right. they interact uh, even with reviews. Uh, and that part, uh, even Shopify noticed that trend, and they are incorporating creator into the e-commerce ecosystem. Right. So whole new business, even podcasters like me, if they can sure. get more into. So they what they have to do is just have a certain number of interested buyers or consumers or customers or fans who are interested in their brand of things. And the white level manufacturers, they can create things for you at a very, uh, very, very competitive cost. And then there is a company like TrackMage who can take care of everything in the back end. And it's a great story of, you know, enterprise and business, uh, successful enterprise and business moving forward. That, that's what I think uh, is, a, is a great possibility if it works well, if I'm understanding it the way it is at the moment. Uh, I, I can just offer that uh, we don't uh, really uh, ship the packages themselves. Uh, we help with tracking and creating this uh, like post-purchase marketing channel. Uh, okay. If uh, like there should be a fulfillment center or some kind of fulfillment supplier okay. that uh, is going to actually ship, or you can uh, actually uh, strike a deal with the manufacturer uh, where you are purchasing the goods from, and they could be drop shipping for you. So they could be okay. sending the customer orders to the customers. So okay. yeah, that, that's a very typical uh, model. But to have like the full uh, visibility of everything, uh, have all the notifications and the customers and everything in one system with analytics, that's what TrackMage is for. You can, right, uh, can right. get control over it. Right. So one more layer and you can straightway go into great business. So, yeah. uh, inter right. so uh, Irina, now tell me exactly. There are so many businesses in India and they use different sort of services across the country uh, yeah. in uh, wherever it is possible. Now, for a company like yours, which is online also, it's available, people can take benefit. How do they connect with you? How do they know more about business uh, like yours and, uh, you know, uh, have a deal with you if possible? Uh, well, uh, they can find uh, TrackMage at uh, trackmage.com. Uh, it's a website. Uh, then... Uh, I think uh, I can share uh, the free resource uh, that uh, they can download. Uh, there is a guide on how right. to create uh, the best post-purchase experience uh, for customers without investing more into ads and uh, uh, hiring more staff. Uh, and uh, like uh, this, is, this would be the easiest way to contact TrackMage. Uh, we have a chat support uh, almost 24-7. So if we have any questions, they can reach out. 
the best part about TrackMage is that uh, we don't require to uh, like we don't require the seller to have uh, like a certain amount of uh, packages to start working with us. Uh, so uh, we have a forever free plan uh, for up to 100 packages per month, uh, and uh, that uh, offers uh, all those beginner create creators to get into the business or beginner uh, e-commerce businesses uh, to just integrate something uh, and uh, benefit from TrackMage without having to pay for it until they grow, of course. <laughs> right, right, Irina. In fact, I'll add all that information onto the YouTube description so that people can find it easily and they yeah. can connect with you. So thank you very much, Irina, for all the information, for all the insights insights from China about the whole way the business is changing and obviously about your company. Hmm. So with this, I, I appreciate the opportunity, Ajay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. With this, it's a wrap on this edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you once again.